Okay. It's Jalen Howard, the one and only. And I am about to read y'all my fictional story that I made uh, back in April. And I'm going to give y'all a little demonstration what's about before we get into the story. The story is about a boy named Brandon Dawson that goes to high school. He's a five-star recruit, ranked number six in the nation for his grade. He's a junior. And basically, he had the biggest game of his life. And he was doing very good in the beginning of the game. Towards the end of the game, he tried to show off for the scouts a little bit and tried to do a flashy dunk. But ended up, ended up missing and hitting his head and getting a concussion. And then when he was, goes to the doctor, basically, they tell him that it's a life-threatening, uh, whatchamacallit, concussion, and it could kill him. And basically, he has a choice to either keep pursuing basketball and try to get surgery or never play basketball again and don't get surgery. But well, well to do, let's get into it. My name is Brandon Dawson. I play basketball for Kendrick Livingston High School. I am a five-star recruit, ranked number six in the nation for juniors this year after averaging 28 points, 12 rebounds, and seven assists per game while shooting 58% from the field. I'm 17 years old, and I live in a stable life with both my parents in Washington, D.C. I'm, I'm talking about myself to let you know that I'm in trouble right now with basketball, and not just with basketball, but with a life situation. Let me tell you where it all began. It was Monday, March 22nd, 2021. I was getting ready for a game when I kind of felt dizzy before a game. Originally, I had thought it's because we're playing John Scott High School with the number one recruit for the class of 2022. And he was ahead of me in the in the scouting and everything. There's supposed to be scouts there. So I, was, I just I was kind of nervous to the head. But I just thought nothing of it. And I just drank some water and decided to stay strong because this is my future. And I can't be nervous in front of scouts because they'll take that and put it on my record, and then no one's going to want a nervous a basketball player. But, yeah, as the commentators announced the starting lineups, I hear my name. I knew it was going to be one of the toughest games I've ever played. Before tip-off, I was doing stretches, you know, arm stretches and stuff, and then I see him, Jalen Stevenson, the number one recruit. He was averaging, he was averaging amazing Amazing, amazing stats. 39 points, 12 rebounds, and 13 assists. But when I first saw him, I thought he was way taller than I thought because I've I've always seen videos of him and he was just tearing people up on the on the court. But he was still way, way taller than me. He was probably around 6'5, weighing 220 pounds, and he was the same position as me. A point guard, even though I'm 6'2 and only weighing 190 pounds, I thought this matchup was gonna be bad for me because he had a whole 30 to 40 pounds on me and three or four inches. I thought it was gonna be really bad, but I just thought, like, I've gone against bigger opponents than him, even though he is the number one recruit and everything. But hey, uh, but anyways, like I said, um. Before the game, I was just waiting, 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 just thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? This has, I have to play good this game. I have to play good. Just, just try to hype myself up mentally, and then I hear it. I hear the whistle. Right then and there, I knew it was on. We won the tip off, and now I get the ball to bring up the court, and then Jalen Stevenson ends up stepping up on me. 
And I was like, wow, he, bro, he has a test defense. It's always, it's only been like 10 seconds of the game. Okay, but I, but I know what they got can do that has, that's better than anything that he can do. My ball handling. Did a couple crossovers, you know, step back, swish. The crowd going crazy. I'm not going to bore y'all with the whole game story. But so we're just going to cut to the third quarter. The third quarter is tie game. Right now, about two minutes left in the third quarter before the fourth quarter starts. I have they double teaming me. So I pass it to my one friend, John James. And then he does a couple crossovers. Then he passes it back. I do a couple crossovers. I had to do leaning a little bit. And I go up for a dunk, and that's when it hit me. After I try to go for a duck, all I see, like, I'm just blacked out. I can't, like, I'm, I can't move. My head hurts. My body hurts. And then the only thing I can hear before I fade into a consciousness was the ambulance go. I was in a coma for two days after that, and basically it was pretty hard. Uh, I didn't know what happened. And I woke up, I think, March 24th or 5th at about 1.30 p.m. And that's when my dad had walked to the route asking me if I'm okay. And you know how overprotective parents are, just acting like, oh, my God, bro. See, this is why you should never be playing sports in the first place and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, dad, okay. I was like, what happened? And then he showed me the video. Of what happened or the gameplay, basically I, I tried to dunk on the, the center on the team, and I made the dunk, which people are hyping me up for in the comments of YouTube. But then I had hit my head pretty hard, and I rolled over, and I was just holding the back of my head, and I couldn't move. And at first, when he said that, I thought I was paralyzed from the waist down. But then he was like, See, this is why sports are dangerous. I don't want I don't want this happening again. And I was like, it will happen again. Then the doctor came in. She did the usual, ask a couple of questions. How are you feeling? Do you have, have any side effects? And just stuff like that. I answered them the best I could, obviously. And then she said, we have to run a couple of tests. And I was like, test? What do you need tests for? And then she was like, just to make sure there's no severe brain swelling or damage. And I was like, why would it be brain damage? She was like, because you hit your head. And she was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I guess so. Then, so basically we go to a back laboratory or something like that. And um, she was taking tests. We waited about a couple hours. Then she came in to break some news, I guess. She had told me and my dad that I had brain swollen in my head and it could be it's fatal. It could be fatal because I guess the like the all the pressure that was put onto one place was pretty bad and stuff. And it was just swollen up in my brain and I had two decisions I had to make. Either I can get surgery, which not even everybody survives from, it's like a 60% chance of people surviving, which is high in my opinion, but at the same time, if you put 100 people in the room, that means 40 of them are going to die, which seems like a lot in my opinion. 
either I could get surgery and try to play basketball again, or I could not get surgery and never touch a basketball again. At first, I was like, is this even a question? I want to get the surgery. But then my dad had other things to think. He was like, so what if you die because of this? I'm not about to lose my son to a surgery that can be avoided, and you're still going to live if you have it. And I was like, I don't want to lose my dream. Like, I worked too hard. I put too much dedication, all this all this hard work, the years and years and years of me playing, trading, just for this moment to be taken away. There was a dramatic pause, and me and him looked at each other. And then <clears throat> I think he felt some type of way about it because he didn't really want to talk that much to me after that. And I mean, I can see why. And then we was then we had we had to take the break. We had to break the news to our mom, so we was driving home. On the way, on the way there, my dad asked me, "What are you gonna do if basketball doesn't end up working out for you, son?" I didn't respond because I didn't know what I was supposed to say. I was just like, "Man, I, bro, like I don't know." Because you, when people ask you that type of question, you'll always know the answer right off the top of your head. So it was a quiet car, car ride and everything. My pride was my pride and my confidence was just shattered. Because I never thought that in a million years this would be happening to me, at least. I see it happen to so many high school players, college, even NBA players. But to me, it seemed like kind of crazy. But but I knew it was all gonna be okay. I I hoped it would have been okay. <sighs> Later on, my dad asked me. So I know I'm asking a lot of you. Yeah, I know it's not cool. But you have to try to let me live my life. This is a decision that's gonna benefit my life for the greater good. You can't just take. An option like this away from me because it's not really even your choice. He was like, "It's not my choice." How how dare you say that? I was like, "It's really not. This is my life we're talking about." And he was like, "Yeah, it's your life. You're my son." I was like, "Dad, at the end of the day, I don't know what the right decision is. I don't know if it gets option one or option two. But what I do know is, I'm gonna make the right decision either way." Just because it, it might not turn out the way I wanted it, but at the end of the day, you always make the right decision if you can make one. It took a lot of soul searching and built building up courage to get to go to the doctor. Because I really wanted, I really thought about it, like, what if I do die? What am I going to do then? But at the same time, I'm not about to let no... I'm not about to let no scare tactics change who I am and what my life has been this whole time. It took probably about a month or two. The season was already over. But I still have one more season to look up to. The doctor had called my, me and my family in and asked us what that what did we want to do. And then she was like, it's up to you at the end of the day. Dawson, and it took me a, a brief moment of silence 
But at the end of the day, you have to go for your dreams. So I picked, I picked option one. I was going to do the surgery and try to pursue my dreams. And the moral of this story is even it can be your old parents that'll be like, you can't do something. You can't do this. This is my decision. I feel like a lot of parents nowadays have to learn that it's always like, even though you love your child sincerely, it's their life and whatever they do with it. I'm not saying it's not none of their business, but it's their choice. You can't make choices for your kid because when they grow up into the real world, they're not going to know how to do anything themselves. They're going to be looking for you. You can't help them with everything. There's things that people need to do on their own to become citizens of this world. And that's why I was trying to put through. That's, why, that's a message that I was trying to put through this story. And how, in my opinion, if this happened to me, I wouldn't do the surgery because there's more to life than sports. That's probably why I chose the story to be uh, more to life than sports. Or M-T-L-T-S. That's my title name. It's short form. There's more to life than sports. But, yeah, uh, thank you all for listening, whoever listened. And I hope you have a great night. And it's your boy, Jalen Howard. Log it out. Have a great day.